Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased taste. It's the weekly drive-thru. As Jalen and Colby break down another weekend slate of NFL games, these ones, though, were the NFL Conference Championship games. So, as they stall for the end of the season, it's a quick episode, so sit back and enjoy the show. All right, Jalen, we are here on a great Monday evening in late January. We are back. The conference championships are over, and the Super Bowl is set. Eagles and Chiefs, you know, this wasn't, it's not a year of underdogs in the Super Bowl. Um, All chalk. Right, it's been. How are you doing tonight, sir? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, just, you know, in these games, one was very anticlimactic, I guess one would say, and the other was very fun to watch. Um, lived up to expectations. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to talk about these games, but it's also bittersweet because it's officially you know we only get one game a weekend now, and one of them doesn't even really matter. So here we are, man. Man, we're almost at the end of the road. It's a ride, but ah. Uh... It is sad. It's always a very sad time because, you know, it's going to be so long until you see football again. But at the same time, the offseason is way more fun than it used to be. And, like, we'll talk more about this at the end, but basketball is, like, pretty wild this year. It's some yeah, pretty it's popping off. But I would say so myself. Huh. Yeah. We'll talk. It's fun to talk about. Yeah, we'll get to that. But, yeah, what a what a championship weekend. Yeah. You know, both these games were shaping up to be clashes of the Titans. And, you know, like you said, one didn't really pan out. Sad to see how that one went down. Uh, Eagles over the Niners in the NFC Championship. What was it 31-7, I believe? Yeah, it was very one-sided. Yeah, so Brock Purdy goes down. Okay. Um, so I know there's so much thoughts to unpack on the Niners that we've talked about all year, and now there's only going to be more questions than answers. But – I told you, and I, I almost, I can't I really told you. Chase Keenum, the Case Keenum game because he got knocked out at the end of the first drive, but it wasn't going great before he got knocked out. Uh, then they do score with Josh Johnson, then Josh Johnson gets knocked out, and they literally had to play without a quarterback, and that was pretty much, turns out, they say, could any quarterback win in the Niners offense? Well, you need a quarterback, <laughs> apparently. Josh Johnson is not one of them, though. <laughs> Yeah, this game it was it was rough to watch, um, especially when you like you said, Cole. You no, know, when Brock Purdy went down, this game the defense for the 49ers, they were fighting. You know, this they made they managed to keep this game close, or at least somewhat entertaining because they did score early. And I'm looking right now, and it's like, yeah, at the end of the first quarter it was only seven zero. So the defense was keeping this game entertaining, but. Like you said, you can only do so much without a quarterback. And shoot, when Christian McCaffrey got there to play one snap, he just let it load and took it. That thing just went like I think ten yards above the receiver's head. But it, it was just good. It was good to see just McCaffrey, you know, just get out there. And it's actually it wouldn't be good to see. It's just it was sad to see for the 49ers fans. You know, you'd never want to see a running back play the quarterback position, but. 
Hey, man, that, that's what they had to result to. And for the Eagles, now everyone's saying Eagles had a cakewalk to the to the Super Bowl. You said it, Cole. I mean, it's not the Eagles' fault that the NFC didn't present their best this year. So it's not their fault that the NFC didn't live up to the challenge. Um, it's not their fault that the Vikings couldn't figure out a defense. I guarantee you they would have made them a better challenge. Okay. I'm sitting here saying I'm sitting here saying it should All have right. been the Vikings Settle folks down. because the if we played better defense, we would have been in that game. That's like, a huge if, that is a huge if. Did that you is see the what biggest they did to the team that eliminated you, that went blow for blow with you and beat you on your home field, and then they went to play the Eagles and they got mollywopped. And the one time when you played the Eagles and then you also got mollywopped. Well, because we didn't have a defense and we scored more than seven points. Thank you very much, sir. Did you? And so, yeah. Are you sure about that? I am confident. I put a number next to that. scored one touchdown in that game. Against the Eagles. Yeah, but we could have put up some extra points, I believe. Yeah, you had seven. It was 24-7. Oh, so we did do better than the 49ers. See, look at that. Oh, you didn't. You did the exact same. Well, we only scored one touchdown. That's what you're looking at. I'm looking at the numbers. (laughs) They said 30, right? It was 31. Uh uh That's a total touchdown. That's a whole touchdown better. You know who? You know what allowed that? Kirk Cousins effect, baby. And we're gonna hope that, that we're gonna talk about that a lot this off season. It's gonna be called Are the we, Kirk Cousins. Do we have to? Do we have to? <laughs> hey, while we talk about this, is I get one week to talk about NFC quarterbacks fully. One week. I actually, take pretty much this episode. Actually, this part of the episode, and pretty much next episode. That's about it because we're gonna probably like touch on the Pro Bowl for what. 10 minutes nothing let's be real how much can we really talk about the pro bowl (laughs) can we really or at all really but yeah yeah no you mean make some some valid points there um but i i don't know about the whole Kirk cousins but that regardless i do i do want to say one thing i thought of at the beginning like i do think the eagles were going to win this game regardless of brock party getting hurt obviously we'll never know but it felt like it was going that way um, the Niners, like you said, did play really tough, played great defense. But this is an impressive win for the Eagles, and, like, here they are. I mean, they get a shot at the King now. Like, we'll see. They have the pieces. you got to say that. We'll see what Hurts can do. But, like, man, their, like, lines on both sides are incredible. It's like they destroyed the Niners' pass protection, obviously, because they hurt two of their quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah, no, their D-line is deep and deaf, and – the best thing about it is they're just all just good, you know, they're monsters. And, and, you know, I think they said it on the broadcast. It was like the second set of D linemen, you know, that they just did. A, they had like a two rotations, you know, it's just like in that second set had two vets on there. I completely forgot who, but they were like, you, you sat there and you're like, geez, that's like, you know, a really good lineup with, with I think Hassan Riddick, you know, him coming out and having a, the career night that he had for the Eagles. So he's just a prime example of it. And he's just one of the many guys on that D line that could be listed. I'm only saying it because his name, because his name was the one that I heard the most. So, I mean, shoot, we, I, we raved about how they had Jordan Davis. And when he went down, there was no concern for that D line whatsoever. So, yeah, I mean, this Eagles team, it's going to be interesting to see how they go up against the the King. The, I like how you said that, Cole, because he is 
pretty he pretty much cemented himself and as that. And the Eagles, man, we have Jalen Hurts. Uh, and then I think I think it was Coward who said that we should be concerned about Hurts's shoulder still, and everything. Um, I don't know about that. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think he'll be all right with two more weeks. Yeah. It is kind of some weirdness, but at the same time, like, this dude has played the most weird two playoff games. Like, he destroyed the Giants, obviously, with ease, so he didn't have to throw that much in that game. Yeah, with the run game. Then, yeah. Yeah, and then this game, the other team lost its quarterback almost right away, and so he had to do, like, nothing but hand off for, like, the whole second half. Like, so it's been weird. It's been a strange uh, postseason run for Jalen Hurts, but, you know, it's working, obviously. Yeah, whatever gets you through. And that's, like I said, it's not his fault that the Eagles are playing against, you know, the NFC just couldn't pre- present better competition for them. It's not his fault. So I do blame the NFC, you know. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see the Eagles play against the Chiefs because everyone has said, oh, they need a real challenge, yada, yada, yada. Like I said at the beginning of this, the 49ers defense came out swinging, you know. They held the Eagles to only one score for the first quarter and probably halfway through the second one, I'm pretty sure. So you gotta give you gotta give the Eagles some credit because they did overcome at least that good of a defense that we gave. Yeah. No, yeah, it's like it's very real unit. Um so you're definitely right about that. Um last thing I'll say, and I mean it doesn't have to be the last thing, but I'll say on this, um Brock Purdy sadly torn UCL six oh, yeah, months recovery so now man like this was just like a bizarre like the fact that the Niners went through four quarterbacks they all just got injured is crazy I mean that's literally like something out of a movie and it didn't have a happy end um like man I don't know what's gonna happen with the Niners next year man now that's could be you're gonna have Jimmy G is gone you're gonna have yeah Lance and Purdy both coming off big injuries like the UCL, that's a serious injury for a quarterback. Like that Big Ben was like never the same after his UCL. I mean, he was also, mm. but still, like I still think Purdy is probably. I mean, he's gonna be the guy unless they get Brady, but that seems unlikely. I still think I'd rather Purdy than Brady at this point. As crazy as that sounds, you hear the argument though for Brady. It was uh, he doesn't get hurt. It's a good argument. Yeah, I mean. I, I see. I'm with you, Colby. I still don't see Brady coming there. I still think they're going to test. I think now that Purdy did get this UCL injury, sadly, this opens the door up for you know Trey Lance to get his. Opportunity Trey Lance a, a real shot. I agree. Yeah, like I think this really does give Trey Lance a real shot again. So, um, this pre their their off season and preseason games are going to have some value to them and everything because we're going to be seeing both these guys and seeing who they're going to weigh in and out of. And dude, like I said, the 49ers are in a tough spot because I'm sitting here thinking, uh, let's go ahead and talk about this elephant in the room. DeMarco Ryan's rumored to go to, you know, take a head coaching job. So your defense is going to, your defensive at least coordinator position is going to change. Who knows how that's going to look. You have the same player. Sure. But how you use them that's going to be that's going to be also important so i don't know if that's going to import impact the 49ers they're usually a really good organization when it comes to scouting for coordinators in general so we'll see how that goes but just 
DeMarco Ryan's though. I mean, Colby, where do you think he's going to take that Houston job? I th- I see it. I've seen the rumors. Have you seen them? Oh yeah, it looks like it's pretty much going to happen. It seems like a done deal at this point. Famous last words, but um, <laughs> um, but yeah, D'Amico Ryan's he played um he played for the Texans and like they're reportedly like he's like picking the Texans over the Broncos. Is that's I mean yeah. it's all rumors, but. I mean, yeah, I like it. It makes sense. Normally, I'm a go-offense guy, especially when they're about to draft a quarterback at the top here. They're also the Texans, and so, you know, who knows? Hopefully, they won't fire him after one year. I wouldn't think they would do that to him, but they are the Texans. The Lovey Smith thing was just so weird. I like this hire way better than Lovey Smith. Yeah, it would be a nicer hire than Lovey Smith. Oh, yeah. I think he has potential to be, like, a better Sala because the same system defense coordinator. I really like D'Amico Ryan's. And I understand, like, the appeal, like, he played for Houston, he knows the area, he knows the franchise, maybe he feels like they won't screw him over, like they did the last two guys, and uh, and he gets the chance to pick one of these quarterbacks to start with him. So, like, I like that a lot. That is true. Yeah, they actually have their picks. I think that that's what also makes this job way more – that's what I think what makes the Broncos just such a way less enticing job, which uh, Colby, breaking news. That is my uh, Madden team that I've decided to run with after oh, this. I chose the Broncos. Um, I so it. I, dude, I I couldn't do it with Russell Wilson. I gave him I gave him six games in the next season. Right after having the season that he had, I gave him six games. That offense, I think, only averaged fifteen points. Wow. And that was because I remember I have those weird sim rules. So I, he actually had some chances to play the game and like computer give him a ch- rechance and everything. That was there. That was like the average. And I only played like two games. During those two games, I started my fourth round rookie because, you know, <laughs> I'd rather start some fourth round guy <laughs> than deal with that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, after six weeks, I, uh, I had to pull the plug and everything on him. But, dude, the Broncos are just that and not enticing because when I drafted that fourth-round rookie, guess what? I completely forgot I didn't have my first three picks. I, I didn't have any picks till the third round. And then, like, <laughs> I had to do, like, a bunch of shuffling. And then it turns out after I had that fourth-round pick, I had no more picks. Until, I had no more picks left. It was like you know, they had, like, it's, it was like I'm because, like, I had to do – because of all the picks I sacrificed to get just those earlier picks. It is – a gross situation, especially when you consider the draft situation that they're in next season or just this upcoming draft. It's not pretty. So yeah, that is, that's just a little Denver piece that I have right now. Sorry. Just ranted a little bit there. This coaching window is kind of electric how long it's taking. Uh, Like I wonder who's going to end up taking these jobs. It's kind of like the suspense is killing me. So we've only gotten one field. It seems like D'Amico Ryans is pretty much a done deal at Houston, which I like. Um, I don't really know who's going to take those other ones, man. Yeah. Can finally get a year for Biennemi? Will he finally get one this year? That's a good question. Yeah. My, uh, yeah. One of my, one of my buddies at work was just talking about that and everything he was saying, uh, Biennemi, how he's just never really had the top job and he, for so long, you know, and now it should be his time. But at the same time, he has such a nice gig in Kansas City. I wouldn't blame him for stand, for staying. But just trend, transitioning off and just sticking in the AFC West, big news there. Uh, they get a coaching hire, the L.A. Chargers, with Kellen Moore. What are your thoughts on Kellen Moore going to the Chargers? 
I mean, I like that better than what they had. He's better than Joe Lombardi. So I think that's great for the Chargers. Oh, what yeah. did it say for the Cowboys that, like, was it Kellen Moore's fault? Maybe. I kind of doubt it. Um, so I love that for the Chargers. The Kellen Moore was getting head coaching interviews, and then they're not going to bring him back as OC. Like, they're really going to throw that Zeke play on him completely. They're like, oh, that was all Kellen Moore. We wanted to run that play. <laughs> that's why they – I mean, I don't know. But, like, I don't understand. If McCarthy's going to call the plays now, like, I don't like that. I've said that about Dallas moves recently, and it's worked out kind of okay for them. I mean, they made it to the divisional round. But, I mean, yeah, I love that for the Chargers. Like, let Kellen Moore just run the offense, Brandon Staley try to learn how to do the other things, and maybe maybe they can get it together. It's going to be a brutal AFC, as always, especially with the dark force, the Chiefs looming over it. Yeah, Chiefs looming over it and the potential, you know, even darker shadow of Tom Brady going to the Ra- to the Raiders. So that's AFC West will not forever be. Come on. Colby, you know that he's coming back to the AFC. Dude, I'm not I, worried. No, Colby, I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now since I got the season two notebook ready to go here in a minute. I'm going to say it right now. I think the Raiders are going to spoil your Steelers playoff chances next season. It's going to come down to that last wild card spot again. Yeah, this before they even and get Tom them. Brady's going to get you one last it's time. It's Jimmy G. <laughs> or, do you think it's going to be Jimmy G? I mean, I think it will be Brady, but I don't know. It's definitely not a guarantee, though. Um, that is true. Brady could still retire. He might just be like, I kind of suck now. I doubt it, but maybe. I don't know. Um, maybe, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, Maybe he I, wants to be a real dad. Yeah, that's fine. I'll go ahead and write that down. We'll see. I feel pretty confidently that it won't happen. You can write down Let's that and my response. Get in the list. I mean, I was about to say, according to last Thursday, none of us had a Jimmy G going to uh doesn't have Jimmy G going there. So to the Raiders. We had we had Jets Bucks and we had the Jets and Bucks though. That, that was <laughs> that makes it very, very interesting off season. But uh, all right, Colby, enough stalling. Let's go on to see the next game. All right, the AFC Championship. That one was a thriller. Chiefs twenty three twenty. You knew the Chiefs were going to get that field goal at the end. I mean, that was like clockwork. Um, people say this is kind of a controversial call. A little bit, yes. There was some up and down officiating, but this, you can't put that on the refs, Bengals. Come on now. You should have won that game. Bengals had it. Burrow, <laughs> he didn't deliver. He threw two picks. He's still amazing. He's still the second best quarterback in the league by far, I think, but they were right there, had a chance to beat him again, and they had the opportunity, didn't deliver, and then Mahomes on one ankle was still terrific. He was running around enough, like, they made the plays at the end. I mean, I wasn't really shocked by this outcome, even though I did pick the Bengals. Like, the Chiefs are just dominant, man. They have Mahomes, and he's just on a different level than everybody else. Uh, I, I mean, <clears throat> I was wearing his jersey during this podcast last Thursday to try and give Colby a warning, folks. Christian took it and everything. And he knew. He knew to stay away from I'm speaking for partially for him. He knew those cornballs were coming. He knew something. He knew that downfall was coming. He's going to probably have something way more better to say than I am. This is just the summary of it. Even though they were very close to going to back-to-back Super Bowls. But they ended in a great cornball fashion, and Christian's going to probably mock them. And he's going to he's going to have funny. a whole... It's perfect. Not as bad, but... <laughs> yeah. He's going to have his whole piece. But anyways, <clears throat> back to me being correct about the Chiefs and Mahomes and 
everything. It was nice. It was a good game for all Mahomes fans like myself. And uh, to see just the AFC team, like you can know, I don't know, you can if you can compare him to anybody like Brady or Peyton Manning. He just plays his own style of football, and it's met. It's like a magician. And like two of those, both of those touchdowns were like, especially in the Markel Val- Valdez Scantling one. That one, I was hands down. I was in disbelief. I was, I was like, no way he caught that. And then when he put his hands up, I was like, oh, he caught that. I was like, he caught it. I was like, no way. And that the only one that can, when you watch that replay, the only one that can make that throw was him. And he did it with one leg, Colby. And you doubted him. You know, you you went what what? How do you feel about Burrow right now? Now he's human again. Now he's Burrow. Quarterback football, like, is a tough Ooh. loss to Pat Mahomes. Everyone's gonna have those. Not even everyone. Most people don't even get that far. <laughs> you know, I don't know if he's the second best quarterback in football. Who who is better? I don't think anyone's even close, really. Jalen Hurts. If he wins the Super Bowl, he will have a case, but no, not yet. Oh, oh, he'll have a case. There we go. That's what we like to hear. If he wins the Super Bowl against Mahomes, yeah. Arguably, arguably, and I'll always know this, just probably this (laughs) offseason. I'll probably throw this all offseason until they get the contract done. Maybe even Lamar. Maybe even yeah, yeah, for twelve games, and then he'll be out and won't play in the playoffs, just like the last two years. Um, We haven't seen Lamar like that. We only seen Lamar in the playoffs what twice? No, three times actually. Gentlemen, let me retract that. I'm gonna I'm gonna retract that statement. Actually, Colby, I'm gonna retract that. We've seen Lamar in the playoffs three times. Okay. So actually, I'm gonna say I will say this. Whenever how last week you said Jalen Hurts is the best QB in the NFC. I think that's a get, done deal after this week. Yeah, I think I mean, so. He's in the driver's seat. So, and just like how Mahomes is – like that's why when we started this podcast, we were like, it's all – no underdogs and all chalk. Yeah, that's how, you know, these guys came out. Dylan Hurts, the <laughs> NFC best, and, the, and Patrick Mahomes, the AFC best. What can I say? Nope, you're good. No, nope. maybe a little technical difficulty. Yeah, sorry about that. This I don't even know where this video came from on ESPN. Just literally started spazzing out on the website. It was so loud. I couldn't even oh. find it to close it out. It's a mess. God love ads. God yeah. love the ads, man. Just looking at their website. Um, yeah, no, Mahomes, like, yeah, he's the king. He's great. He's unbelievable. Um, I was gonna say before, let the record show as you were telling me all these people who are going to be better than Joe Burrow that I had Mahomes Burrow's one two before the year and some people on this podcast I won't name any names had Patrick Mahomes as the third best quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen at number one I do remember putting Josh Allen up there and I mean guess what old take but Oh, you want to bring out some old takes, Colby? I remember we took a trip, and we were, I had a whole segment lined up for this for tomorrow, for Thursday, but everyone already heard it before. We're going to take a revisit to the pyramids of Jay Eza one day, and right. I'm going to sit the, and I'm just right now, just like we are right now. I'm I, I'm pointing out 
that offense pyramid. And I was didn't remember how you, you were laughing at me, how the Eagles were on the top of that offense pyramid. I don't know if that's exactly what happened. I was right I'm just saying, they're at the Super Bowl right now. I'm just saying. Yeah, the pyramid of Jayza, they have some gold. There's some there's some takes out there, folks, that, that live up to their value. So yes. yes, there's some that are outlandish. And you know what? This was a tough year for Josh Allen. All right. Oh, so I'm not I trying like to make Josh this game Allen. about him. I'm not trying to make this game about Josh Allen, but they had so much in so much hype towards him to win this year. I think they just folded under the pressure and everything. And plus, if you add on to everything they went through this season. You know, all the injuries and then the DeMar Hamlin situation happened on top of everything. It, it that, 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 that in its whole self is its own mission that they had to overcome. So, excusing that though, I'm going to go ahead and say for sure though, this was your number one and number two quarterbacks in the AFC going at it. You know, this was your, you know, number one versus number two. And it was, rough for those Bengals in that first part i i didn't think i didn't think the chiefs would give the give burrow a little flashback of last season of how he of his playoff tour but he was like always he wasn't faced by it so i guess you mentioned it earlier colby so i guess a little super bowl preview for right now um how do you feel about that chiefs d line at the first half of this game um, it was impressive. The Chiefs' defense is better than I thought it would. That was my knock on the Chiefs all year. That was my one concern, and they've delivered during both these playoff games. Make big plays, big turnovers. They got players everywhere. They draft so well, man. The Chiefs, I mean, they're the gold standard of organizations right now. They just draft so well. They fix their – the Steelers haven't had freaking blocking and tackles in like four years, and the Chiefs just in one offseason after that Super Bowl were like, all right, get just four new starters. They're all immediately good. Boom. Fixed. Well, Colby, you got to have a quarterback that people want to play with. Oh, well, that was pre-Pickett, so of course, you know. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, back then, they didn't know how Pickett was going to turn out. They just knew that, oh, man, they got Mitch. That boy Mitch over there can handle everything. They they said that boy Mitch will be able to handle everything. It's fine. uh, Little did they know about how much they were wrong. (laughs) So... Yeah, man. Yeah. Always finding a way to make this about your Steelers. I've said one thing. You oh, officially... Don't even give me that. You want a whole Kirk <laughs> Cousins tangent earlier. We're both terrible. I know. We're both terrible. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to find a way to wrap this up, man. Like I said, we're. Tr- I know I'm stalling, but football's ending. And I just want to talk about it as much as possible. But I think that's about it, man. That's all I can think about for the Bengals and Chiefs. I mean, everyone's going to be talking about, oh, the officiating was, it looked rigged. The officiating was just bad. And that's all it was. It was just bad. It was not the best of officiating. Um, but, man, Colby, football, any last thoughts on this game? Well, not not really on this game. Just the like, Bengals are going to have to start paying people, and they have to deal with Kenny Pickett twice a year now. So it's not getting any easier. But, it's not, no. um, you know, Chiefs are impressive. It's going to be a fun Super Bowl. We're going to have so much time to talk about the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I don't know if we want to – I think at the end here, while well, we still got some time, uh, that was a good summary of those games. I mean, Thursday, and obviously we'll talk more about it for Thursday again with Christian when he's yeah. on. Um, we're also going to do a lot of NBA stuff Thursday. We'll give you a little primer here at the end because it's tough. Yeah, let's go a little – 
little NBA quick play. Yeah, I'll just kind of go through some of the stuff to keep your eye on, and we'll talk about the tiers are being concocted. They are not a finished result product as of now, but we're going to have the tiers back on Thursday. It's tough, man. The very top is still pretty easy, but other than that, man, it is – this league, this is the most bizarre year I can remember in basketball. Like, the West especially. The West is just all over the place. You winning the Timberwolves – like well i know you want to talk about the t-wolves they've been rolling better lately so the team fit what up to all they were they've been like 11th 12th this year they were up to fifth going into this game they lost to the kings tonight spoiler alert. one-on-one split the series yeah so they lost to the beam team no shame there obviously and they drop after one loss drop from fifth to ninth like it's just all (laughs) it's just crazy how close the standings are the Pelicans oh, are free falling. The Pelicans were in the top running for the one seed. They've now lost eight in a row without Zion. Um, like the West is just you got Golden State. They're kind of rounding into form, sadly, but they're still not great. The Clippers, I mean, you never know what you're going to get with them. Dallas is literally awful. Besides Luca, like the West is just bizarre, man. I know I've been a dead horse with that, but it's it's tough to hear the teams out there it's rough yeah and dude, the west uh the west is just that's what makes it entertaining man everyone can get in for the west like even what the thunder and lakers who are what 10 and 11 i think right now still because the lakers didn't win today so i think they still stay in their spot but can't really go any of that they can't get that much lower the lakers um, are 13 Oh, never mind. They literally will not get – they literally can't get any lower because the only two teams below them are Houston and the Spurs who are both tanking and are both, like, a good ways below them already. Yeah, there we go. Those are the two teams I expect. Because still, you can't get any lower than 13. So, so – They're 13, but they are also only four and a half games out of fourth. <laughs> See, like, that is the West, man. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's entertaining. It can be gross. But guess what? You can at least be the king of grossness, and that's what the Nuggets are doing right now. The okay, Nuggets are being the kings of all that no, grossness. That was a on top of the I watched Conference. that whole Philly game on Saturday. Yeah, oh, was- yeah, that Philly game. I watched it, too, because I actually had a break at yeah. work. I got to watch it, too. Bad. It was very disappointing. It was. It was a tough loss, but it doesn't quell my – it doesn't dispel my expectations. It was tough, yes, and it's sad to see him beat Doggin, but at the end of the day it's it's one game. It's the NBA regular season, and if he plays and beat again like in a – super meaningful game that means it's the finals so like realistically you're gonna see what one more time i I think they might have already played the first one um i do still think denver and memphis memphis has had a little had a slouch after the shannon sharp game thing they finally won a game uh and snapped their skid but i still think memphis and denver deserve to be above the rest of the they're they're to me the head and shoulders best and then golden state and some of those other teams could obviously be dangerous because they have more winning and experience than Denver and uh, Memphis. But I still think Denver and Memphis are the two best teams. I think it's pretty wide, decently wide margin. Oh, man. So, wait, isn't it technically rivalry week, right, going into the All-Star break? Yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. And be dog. So, but then the six was I say, play- So, you guys have to play the Pels? That's your rival? We play. And you guys have to. I mean, my bad. The Nuggets have to play the Pels. Yeah, tomorrow. I don't think that's, that's our your... rival. That's stupid. That's not the, our rival. That'd be wild. I was about to say, there's no way that's the rival. Um, 
<laughs> you think you guys can stop the Pels? Yeah, they lost eight in a row. Dude, I don't know, man. It's that free fall's got to stop eventually. Yeah, as I said, the free fall's going to stop eventually. I think the Nuggets and, will. And Nuggets, you know, can close it out against the Sixers. Sixers are also a top-tier team. And they have Questions a- are coming up about Jokic being a center. Yeah, I mean, if he was being really mean to him, was pushing him around a little bit, eating his lunch a little bit, that was rough. Jokic was great most of the game. He kind of fell apart down the stretch, well, but it's fine. You don't want to hear that, Jokic fans. Guess who's coming into town? The better. The more elite European center, even though he doesn't have the MVPs. He has the defensive awards, Colby, and he's going to rue the day. For for Jokic going into this All Star break, watch out on what is it next Tuesday? Next Tuesday, so get ready. You get two two episodes of of uh, incoming Timberwolves smack talk because yeah. they're gonna go into the Denver Ball Arena. Dude, uh, the Timberwolves, come on, man. Don't go go Bear, Rudy Go Bear, is gonna go in there. Come on, do those reverse dunks that I've been watching these past two games. So that man's been hooping, but come on, the Nuggets. We're not worried about the Timberwolves, man. They all are an inferior. That's your problem. <laughs> that's the problem. See, you took Several one. We took one ago. loss, and we look like the nine seed. You take one loss, and you're still sitting at the number one spot of the grossest conference in the league. Yeah, because we're the best team in it. Yeah, you're gross. You're the best gross team. Good job. I'm proud. Yeah. <laughs> just a gross team. What do you mean? Why are we doing? Yeah, you're the best of the gross teams. I just want my team to be the better of the gross teams as well. Well, we have plenty of time to get into that. Can we talk about the fun East, the the nice and classy conference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I just, the West, you know, I just get passionate about the West. It's so good. It's such a fun conference. It's such a conference. It's so fun. (laughs) Yeah, East is a juggernaut that has been all over the place, but it's kind of turning into what you'd expect. Um. I mean, we'll see. Katie should be back pretty soon. But it's Boston, Milwaukee, Philly. Philly's been awesome lately. They did lose to the Magic tonight. Um, but prior to that, they've been on an absolute tear. Um, the Nets four, Cavs five. Those are the top five. The rest of the East, frankly, like, it's not like the West, like we said, where the West, it's kind of all over the place. Like, after those top five, like, the, other, the Knicks and Heat are both solid. Heat are six, Knicks seventh. They'll both be in the playoffs, but those five are on a different level than everyone else. And the race for the eighth seed is just disgusting. It's Atlanta, Washington, Chicago, the Pacers, and I guess the Raptors are all going to be scrapping it out for that eighth seed in those playing spots. So that's, Ooh, that's much That more is a big on. sneak peek, I think, right there. What you just did right there. That must have been a huge sneak peek right there. Not necessarily. When you had to throw the Raptors like, so painfully into that mix. Well, let's see, the tears are still being concocted. There's gonna be some. There's gonna be fire. I, I really do believe that these gonna. There, there's a lot of anticipation building up, Colby. So you know, and you're gonna have plenty of time. So you know, you're not gonna be rushed on on Thursday. You know, this is gonna be. I'm gonna be me and Christian are both getting more in depth with this NBA stuff since the football's dying off. We need to watch some sports. Colby is gonna be coming in with the firest of fiery. Uh, NBA tiers because I got to come up with a better introduction for them. It's going to be good. Uh, it's going to be some good stuff, Cold. It's going to be some very, very good stuff. I'm excited for this, for this tiers. But yeah, looking forward to it.
We've got about two and a half minutes here. Oh, all right. Ah, jump the gun. Jump the gun on that. <laughs> all right, Colby. Final thoughts. We got two and a half minutes. I don't think we're going to. Do you feel like you got enough for a part two in you? Or... Uh, I mean, not really. Like I said. Yeah, let's wrap this up. Let's make this a nice cool. Yeah. We're, we're gonna so final hit... thoughts. Now we're hitting the real two minute warning since we're stalling. Final thoughts, Cole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, there, I was just going to go basketball, but there's so many. So I'm just going to go back to the football and to the – I want to, again, have a more positive spin on it and, like, the stuff I'm looking forward to in the off season. Like, the draft is an, it's another interesting one. Um, and I'm really looking forward to see what happens with these other coaching vacancies here in the next couple of weeks. I, I really don't have no idea where some of the rest of these might end up going. Um, outside of the guys that have been hired, there's no Peyton, no Harbaugh, like – who even knows who the top candidates are? People are taking their names out. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be some – I hope we get a really – my final thought, final point to that is I hope we get like a really wacky out there hire. Someone that's just like like a weird college coach or like someone super underqualified. Like, I don't know. Like, come on. Give me – someone do something crazy. <laughs> you know, I did get a phone call from some Denver area code the other day. I don't know why it said Walmart on it, but I just oh. ignored it. Maybe I should have picked it up. Maybe I should have picked it up. I don't know. Then, <laughs> my final thoughts are um, my final thoughts are Colby, even though you're getting me inspired about talking about free agency and just all the players that could be going into free agency. Um, like I said, the Pro Bowl, even though it's being a flag football game, I'm pretty sure this year. Uh, the Vikings do got some players representing in that game now. So it's going to be fun for me to watch at least. So uh, I'm looking forward to this new reanimated. Not really. I think it's going to be, it's going to be something to see for sure. Um, but yeah, Colby, that is my final thoughts. Just trying to end it on a good note in the NFL, staying positive as the journey's coming to an end. But as always, Cole, this time it was some good stuff. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pickums and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.